Welcome back to Entertainment Marketing Confidential. That's Craig. Hi. I'm Daphne. Hey. And as always, we're joined by our producer, Eric. Eric. Hello. Hi. (laughs) Yeah, as we're recording, we're still under a stay-at-home order. And it seems like a really good time to interview my partner in crime. Now, what I'm really interested in learning is what was his entertainment inspiration? So what led him to end up right here on this call with two of us having a career in entertainment marketing? Duran Duran. So... <laughs> okay, Mr. Roman. So, when did you start having an affinity for entertainment? Uh, probably as long as I can remember. Uh, when I was very young, yeah, I was introduced to movies and just sort of blew me away, and I couldn't get enough of them. Uh, I was probably two or three, I think, when I saw my first movie. Uh, I feel like it was Star Wars at the theater. Okay. I know. I, I definitely know. I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark at the theater. Um, you know, and then with the advent of cable TV, it's like that's all I did at home when I was inside was watching movies, okay. everything I could digest. I tried to. Let's go back to Baby Craig. Okay, so back in the day, first movie was Star Wars. Probably, yeah. Okay. If, if now, memory serves. Did you love the movie, the making of the movie, the characters? Did you like the cinema experience? What was it? Well, well, you know, I, I mean, I analyzed it in great depth at the age of two. So uh, it was pretty much everything. You're like, um, I was just dragged there. Who took you to see your first movie? Uh, my dad. My dad did. Yeah. But okay. it, I think I think it was more than that. It was just like the scale of everything. When you, when you went to a theater... Because we had nothing like it at home. You know, you had the old CRT TVs. And if you had a big one of those, it was probably, I don't know, 30, 35 inches maybe. Um, but nothing like we have today. So when you go, when you went to the theater back then, it was, it was a massive screen in a huge dark room with, you know, this great sound. It was, it was an experience. You went there and it was just like blew away whatever you were thinking when you went in, it was like taking away to that world. So to see something like star Wars or Raiders, it was a, yeah, it was very, you know, made a huge impression on me as a young kid. And so that was kind of my introduction, I'd say to the world of entertainment. Okay. Now, so you started liking films. Did you only watch films in theaters or did you start watching things like, I don't want to say classics, but you think. You you could say that if you want. Well, you know, because well, right now, Raiders of the Lost Ark is considered a classic. Well, for very good reason. <laughs> Looking at the, you know, cinema of the 40s and 50s or, you know, was there any other, you know, was it just things in theater or were you sort of encouraged to watch other films as well? Like, did your dad share his favorite movies with you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I when I was younger, I forget what year it was. It was not that long ago, but when I was younger, um, you know, and cable was just coming into its own, I'd say. So that's what 2010. Um, I'll just say there were channels around then that aren't around now, sadly, but they, there was one I remember called the nostalgia channel that only aired classic films. 
um i guess the closest thing to that today would be like a uh, uh turner classic movies okay. so so what uh, were the films you would watch well my my dad introduced me to a lot of the classic stuff that he liked growing up so some of the old monster movies um like what uh, like The Invisible Man and uh, Frankenstein and The Mummy and the original Dracula. Uh, he introduced me to some old Westerns, uh, Charlie Chaplin films, the Marx Brothers. So it back, and back then, the Disney Channel uh, only they would air, you know, they had a few TV shows that were original shows, but largely they would air a lot of stuff from their old library from the 40s 50s 60s and 70s that i also grew up on and they and they used to air charlie chaplin films on the disney channel i got to see a lot of those movies when i was younger and my dad also being a fan of those uh, definitely helped you know sort of instill that um i guess that appreciation or affinity for cinema that was you know from a long time before i'd been around but uh yeah it was it was interesting i i didn't I still went to the movies as much as I could, but yeah, I spent a lot of time watching cable because, uh, you know, it was a new, it was a newer thing back then. And, um, yeah, they had so many, it was just so many options, so many movies that I'd never seen. So it was a great way to get exposed to a lot of different content that, uh, I, I couldn't have seen in theaters. So baby Craig likes staying at home and watching movies. <laughs> Everybody. Not different yeah. from not baby Craig. <laughs> okay. So going back to watch it. So that's something you do with your dad. Like that was just something he loved and he shared with you. And it's just. Yeah. Movies. Yeah. Movies and, I mean, movies and sports. Yeah. Those were okay. the two things, but yeah. Movies were. Yeah. Now. Definitely ground there. Okay. So as you went through high school, you know, you were still fan, love cinema. Still um, baby. Yeah. Still baby Craig in high school. Baby Craig. Yeah. I should say BD before Daphne, before I met you. Craig <laughs> <laughs> BD. Um, okay, so in high school, you know you're going to go to college. And what was your major? It was communications? No. Uh, no. Telecommunications. That was. Okay. But did you. That's different than telemarketing, though. Oh, oh okay. Did you know you wanted to do something in entertainment or in yeah, film? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, the. Uh, the university I went to did not have a, a quote film degree, but the uh, the one that I chose was probably the closest to it. Uh, there it was telecommunications with an emphasis in TV and video production. So that was kind of the closest thing they had to a film degree. They were more into broadcasting there, so there was a lot of uh, short format stuff like news that sort of thing. But uh, I was more interested in the film side, so that's yeah, definitely what I wanted to get into. And when you picked your major, going back to, you know, BD, when you were first captivated by film and going to the theater and the movie experience, and you were moved by the scope and scale, you know, the storytelling and just the whole experience of seeing movies. At what point did you figure out that could be a career? Um, I, it's hard to say. I mean, I, you know, when you're younger and you, you really enjoy something like that for me, it was, I guess it wasn't so much about uh, what can I do in this industry. It was just that I wanted to be in that industry. I wanted to be a part of that or, you know, experience whatever it was. It was able to create this sort of content that I was uh, consuming, you know, in that case, film, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I guess if, 
if I had to have chosen something, I think when I was in college, I was probably, you know, thinking in my naive little mind, oh, yeah, I want to be a, a writer or a director or something like that. Because, you know, when you're watching these things, those are probably the the credits that jump out the most. If you like something, you're like, you know. Who are these people? Like, yeah, or, or you, the director's the last, the last name you see on the screen before the, the film starts or early on in the film or the the writer if the the story is really good or you like the dialogue so i guess those two positions stood out to me when i was younger although i you know it was more about just being in that industry as opposed to i need to be the next this you know you just want to be a part of it yeah yeah because i i didn't know much about it just when you're on the outside you don't it's uh but once you get into it, that's where you really learn kind of how things work. Going back a little bit, um, why did you pick Los Angeles versus New York? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, you know, I guess Hollywood, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I applied to a couple schools and I was fortunate to get into the ones that I applied to. But there was only one that I had applied to out in the uh, Los Angeles area. The other ones were different parts of the country. And yeah, I, I guess when I thought film for me, it was, it was LA, it wasn't New York, even though those were the two the yeah. two main hubs as far as it, you know, making movies were at that point. So yeah, I, I don't know that the weather was a factor. I know a lot of people like to go out there cause of the sun, but I prefer, you know, dark, dank, uh, cave like structures. <laughs> So a cave somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I found, I found the only cave in Los Angeles. So that's where I live. Okay, so other than movies, how do you entertain yourself? Um, I like to make faces in the mirror. <laughs> Stare at my thumb for a while. I do. I like sports. I like movies. I like uh, video games. I like reading music. I like video. writing. Just you know, writing on the side. That's fun. Um, yeah, okay. I don't know. Now, plenty of hobbies. I don't. I don't have a problem with hobbies. I'm curious, you know, with the things you like to do, and knowing you, AD after Daphne, um, why, you know, why don't you think about marketing and sports, or marketing and music, or gaming? You know, you know, what's the draw to film? Well, I mean, it's a space that I know pretty well. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm a I'm adverse to either or those other suggestions. I mean, I, I like gaming quite a bit, um, but it's also a different, it's just a different animal. I mean, film is its own, has its own set of challenges and, uh, you know, exciting opportunities. And sometimes, you know, there is crossover if you're doing a film that, you know, deals with gaming and the subject matter or deals with sports. I mean, there's plenty of those out there. So it's, it's not like you're, limited to film so to so to speak because there's always elements of a film that uh that can come from outside that industry what yeah whether it's sports whether it's games i mean it could be it could be any number of things really because of the variety of stories that we that we see on screen so it's 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 exciting in that way and it's also it keeps things fresh just because every movie is different you've got different stories different characters different genres so yeah I, I guess yeah just it's and it's, it's still a, yeah it's, it's still a it's still a format that i really enjoy you know both uh, at home and in the theaters what's your favorite film i uh, i don't have one <laughs> there's too many okay too many um favorite horror i don't have one favorite uh, horror either there's too many exactly. here we go 
This is what happens when you interview someone who watches a shit ton of movies and likes it. Like, true. I, I get it. Like, I think I have a hundred favorite movies that I enjoy for different reasons. Okay, favorite Dracula. Dracula is in on who screen. Per, who portrays Dracula? Yeah. Uh, favorite Dracula uh, movie. Look at this. Look at him just really splitting hairs. What's your favorite I mean, vampire movie? What's your favorite <laughs> vampire movie? Well, that's too broad. I mean, there's too many. There, I could give you a handful of vampire movies that I like. The original with Bela Lugosi is still, you know, it's still amazing to watch. Uh, I like Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, Gary Oldman, he was amazing. Um, uh, There's a smaller vampire film called Near Dark that I've always enjoyed. It came out in the late 80s with uh, Bill Paxton, Adrian Pastar. Oh, I love uh, him. Henriksen. It was Catherine Bigelow's first feature film. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Fright Night, I love. The original Fright Night. With uh, yeah, Roddy McDowell, still still go back to that one a lot. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's some more. Those are the first ones that popped out of me. Favorite foreign film? (laughs) That's kind of tough. I mean, how many countries are out there? You can't say. If I don't have a favorite film that was made, seriously, (laughs) like Daphne, what's your favorite foreign film? I'm going to stare at you blankly. (laughs) Amelie. (laughs) <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's a great one, but I mean, yeah, you're oh, talking yeah, about how many countries. Yeah, that, okay. What about uh, what about Old Boy? Oh yeah, that's I have got that uh, trilogy from uh, the Vengeance trilogies. To did you know there were three films in that that he that's did? What trilogy means yeah. I actually did not. <laughs> well, no, no. Well, Old Boy, I yeah, Old just Boy the probably gets Old Boy probably gets the most recognition, but yeah, there was a sympathy for. Mr. Vengeance was the first one, then Old Boy, and then Lady Vengeance was the third film in that trilogy. So Lady Vengeance? Yeah. Interesting. They're all really good, but they're very dark. These are films from South Korea. So um, Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay, what movies are on your must watch list? If you were recommending to people. See, I don't make recommendations for people often because my tastes are so varied and strange that it's hard to know what people are going to enjoy. Friends. <laughs> I, like I got out of that question. <laughs> well, a must watch. I guess. Yes. Okay. Think about it. What movies out of everything you've seen, all the genres you like, what I've are the five like five, movies? But I've only seen five movies. So it's pretty. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard because, you know, I mean, I could try and pick one from each decade, but that's more than five movies. No, just what five movies always that. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Craig loves Jaws. Um, Harry Potter. Wait, you're not picking uh, the movies for me. You. Amelie. Ironically. <laughs> uh, Let me ask you a question and then answer it for I'm you. Answering it, but I'm like movies. That I, I need to think for a second. Hold on, I'll tell you a few movies that you should watch. Um, all right. I would say Citizen Kane for sure. Um, I would say Seven Samurai. Uh, Doctor Strangelove. Oh. Um, I'd say Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jaws. Let me look at my collection here. Ooh, Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Wait, uh, they're, they're, they're on your desk. <laughs> yeah, right down here by me. But the first <laughs> alien, the first alien film for sure. I that was going to be movie four on my list was Alien. Okay. 
Uh-huh. I know I my say, For me, Once Upon a Time in the West is one of the that's amazing for me. And Twilight, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, there's so many. I mean, I'd say maybe the Maltese Falcon with Humphrey oh, wow. Bogart. See, you're picking like all the movies. City Lights, City Lights with Charlie Chaplin. If you're going to try a Chaplin film, that would okay. be the first one I'd try. It's, yeah, still one of my favorites today. Yeah, your recommendations are very, I mean, truly the classics. Like, I think Billy those- Madison. <laughs> Billy? <laughs> is it Matt Dillon? <laughs> I'm joking. Hold on. Although that is, funny, that, serious. that is a funny movie. Wait. I'm kidding. How about the, <laughs> the original Ghostbusters? Uh, Animal House. I mean, so. Um, you know, I it's Animal movie. House in the theater. Yeah, see. I'm that. <laughs> I was not as fortunate, but uh, I, I did get to go I, see Jaws. I did go to get to go see Jaws on an eighty-foot screen um, <clears throat> in the theater. The uh, a long time ago, Universal did a film festival where they oh, showed wow. films, and so they had like a full soundboard wow. in there. I got to see Jaws on there, and then after that, I got to see Psycho on the same screen. That All was right. amazing. Okay, yeah. so would those? Would those examples be your all-time favorite cinema experience? No, because uh, <laughs> well, I didn't get to see most of those in the cinema. So no, but just think about like that one movie. Like you remember, you know, it was a packed theater. The audience was on fire. There's that moment. I don't know. What's your favorite kind of movie-going experience? Uh, God, that's hard. So I went and saw so many. Um, you know what? Maybe. Something like uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I vaguely remember seeing that in the movie theater, and like the the audience was just totally into it. What's that face you're making? I, I was sneezing. I'm holding back a sneeze. I mean, you know, it's it's a fun movie. It's not the not my favorite in the series, but uh, I just remember I remember the audience and they're just being so into the film. Like everyone laughed at the okay. jokes. Everyone was into it. It was like a great. It, it makes the movie better when the audience yeah, it felt in. great. It felt great to be in that room. You're enjoying what's on the screen, and then the reactions that people are having around you just you know reinforce the fun that you're you're you know you're experiencing at that time. So, I mean, there was, there's probably a lot of those. It's just the first one that came to mind. I mean, you are so open and chatty and you're, you know, you're always sharing things about you and you know, it's just funny. It's, you know, I think I spend more time That's with you changing but... now. <laughs> well, except your chair. <laughs> and it's funny as you know, you spend so much time with someone, you travel with someone so much and it's, huh? I didn't know that. But I did know Alien. That I think I knew in Jaws. Oh, you know, another movie I, I should have mentioned is the original Halloween. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> it is. It's great. Okay. I can mention a couple of John Carpenter movies that I love, too. So, yeah, just depends on the mood. Okay. So, we get your entertainment and we know the marketing side. Why have you stayed on the marketing side? filmmaking um i well like i said uh earlier it's just uh you know every project is different so it keeps things fresh it's always i always enjoy reading new scripts to see what uh you know what's being what's being made and um i like stories so every script you read is a new story it's it, it offers it's a set of new challenges or new opportunities and 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know that I would have stayed had it been the same thing over and over and over again. <clears throat> it's a business where you know, it's always changing, but uh, more importantly for me, the, the content is always different. So That's um, true. You know, different yeah, it, content, different distribution. Um, yeah. The one area I think you're selling yourself short and <clears throat> is that brand side of things. You know, when you read a script and you put your filter on, you know, I think you're selling short sort of that expertise and I'm going to recommend brand A over brand B. Like it's really what you do is you help tell stories. And I know we say that all the time. If you go back to our first podcast, you know, it's interesting. It's like how you took your love for story, your love for cinema and entertainment. And you sort of put that same filter on brands. Well, I guess, well. yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I guess it's not, it's not something I would say about myself because I just don't wouldn't. talk. Wouldn't, yeah, would do that, but, but yeah, I guess, I, I guess if you put it like that, sure. I mean, that that just comes with experience in working with brands, and I mean, I, I wouldn't say that was incredible knowledge of story, but it's like when you when you work, you no, know, but when you work with brands and you you work on films and you you get a sense of where brands are as far as their messaging or the or what they're targeting or just the the type of things that they've done in the past, you, you can get a sense for, is this story right for this brand? Or does this feel like something they would want to do? Or, you know, is this character something that they want to align with? So it's not that, it's not that you don't approach them with an opportunity that doesn't seem to fit, but you kind of just have a sense of, okay, I'll take this to them, but most likely they're not going to want to do it. So, I mean, it, it does. Yeah. I guess you do have, you do sort of develop a filter that can give you some insight into those sorts of things. And, and I think it's, it, it's more of an art than a science. You know, we've debated this oh, yeah. the podcast where people think, Oh, you know, we're just going to go get whatever soda. No, there's a little more to it. And I think the difference in, and we've talked about this before. And I think the difference in the projects that I've seen you do, I think that passion for cinema passion for content, passion for good content, it, it translates into your work. Um, you just don't throw crap in a film that doesn't belong there. You really honor the original story, the original content, and you find ways of having the brand, as you often say, help tell the story of the content. But on the flip side, what you don't see that you're doing is you're also honoring the brand where they can be showcased in a good way. So enough talking about the career side of what we do, but I mean, you love filmmaking, you love entertainment, you're passionate about it. And it's an industry you care about. I'm curious your thoughts on. I'm full of passion. (laughs) It's the face that went with that. (laughs) Very, very animated for those of you out there who didn't see it. I remember I was asking, what do you think about um, theaters closing right now? Uh, well, it's necessary, but isn't it somewhat heartbreaking? I kind of yeah. I mean, obviously, it's bad for business, but it's also you know, it's sad because I mean that's kind of where I developed my love for for movies. Did you work uh, in the theater? I did actually. I worked in a movie theater. I worked oh, in God, several. Twenty minutes ago, 
Eric, right? right? I feel that you, you working in a movie theater should have been like your second point of whatever just came yeah, out. I forgot, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also, yeah, I also worked at a couple of video stores back when they had those. Uh, uh, see? But I hung out in video stores when I was a kid, and that's I just would go look at movie boxes and read about oh, movies. Like in a special section. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they kept me out of that. They had an electrified. Uh... Okay, what job have you had, or what career move have you made that has not involved entertainment? Oh, there's been a few, but it's kind of my first job or two. Just uh, I worked at a grocery store. It was my first job. So well, that's brands. A lot of brands there. Yeah. yeah. What other random jobs did you have? Well, I started there and then I, I worked at a movie theater and I was like, hey, why can't brands be in movies? I mean, at that point, it just clicked for me. <laughs> Wait, what's your password? What's that? <laughs> what's your email password? <laughs> Passion. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, no, I, I, I worked at a movie theater for one summer. It was awesome. Great job. Uh, this was back a long time ago. That movie theater is sadly no longer around. Uh, it was a local they chain here. Demo but it or is it now like it's just it's a different it's a different store. Yeah, the the movie chain I worked for actually was purchased by another movie company, but uh, that particular location's gone. So, oh, but it was great. Yeah, I saw every movie that came out that summer. It was a huge uh, summer. Movies. What's that? What movies came out that summer? Oh, I can't remember. It's like three years ago. So, um, <laughs> memorable. <laughs> it was the summer. It was 1995. Summer Braveheart came out. Apollo 13 came out. Uh, French Kiss, Forget Paris, Casper, Mortal Kombat. I mean, off the top of your head. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah, it was, it was great. Oh yeah, it was a uh, Batman Forever came out that summer. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it was a great, it was a great, what was it Indian in the Cupboard, maybe? I think that came yeah. out. Too. Oh my God, stop. That was paramount. <clears throat> but it's interesting that sort of entertainment's really been a part of every phase of your life, from what you chose as a career, what you chose for a major, the jobs you had growing up. And I think it goes back to sort of, you know, I think your dad did a good job of creating a monster. Oh, that's true. Total dick. For walking us down memory lane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the history of Craig. It's wonder. It's been wonderful for me. Let me tell you. Um, I think this is the most anybody's ever heard you talk. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre right now and enjoy my uh, reminiscing in my childhood. Oh, Eric, am I wrong? Have you ever? Okay, gaming in this was the most I've ever heard him talk. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. So, Craig, thank you for opening <laughs> up like a book. <laughs> yeah. Sharing all the deepest darkest. Try to keep it to a bare minimum. Don't worry. The huge. The mm. huge. Wow. All right. Nope. There it is. Whoop. There it is. <laughs> all right. Okay. So that well, was- if, if any if anyone listening has not seen any of the movies I mentioned, you should probably check some of them out. They're really good and hopefully you enjoy them. I can't recommend anything else though right now. It's too many. 
<laughs> can't stop laughing right now. <laughs> well, I'm Daphne, and that chatty Kathy over there is Craig. <laughs> There it is. Yeah. And thank you for listening to another episode of Entertainment Marketing Confidential. If you have any questions. <laughs> if, you have any movie, if you have any movie recommendations, send them to Daphne. Yeah. Wait, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter. Um, our emails info at entertainmentmarketingconfidential.com. Tweet yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> Craig would be happy to make movie recommendations. Ooh. And Eric, thank you for joining us. As usual. Thank you, Eric. It's always a pleasure. All right. Bye.